Talk Extra, we've explored many different investment products, such as ETFs, bonds and RMB products, and discussed various investment platforms and services. This morning, we'll learn about some of the attitudes and habits you should develop to help you become a good investor. I'm now joined by David Kneebone, General Manager of the Hong Kong Investor Education Centre. Good morning, Peter. Thanks for having me on. How common is it in Hong Kong for people to do their own investing? Oh, very common. In fact, in the last 12 months, about 48% of Hong Kong adults have bought securities, for example. Nearly half the population. Absolutely. It's very high compared to our neighbouring economies. <laughs> so what sort of things do they invest in? Well, if not stocks, then uh, forex, bonds, property, of course, gold, and we're seeing a boom occurring in that market. So there's a wide range of asset classes to invest in and many, many financial products and services that make up the investing product range. And are you finding that people are doing this more and more through online platforms? Absolutely. Nearly two-thirds of people are dealing online, and we've seen the results of that recently with the trading floor at the stock exchange Mm -hmm. um, closing. So, yes, it's it's more and more common for people to trade online. And, again, primarily for securities. Forex, about 10% of people deal online, and less so for bonds and other products. And what sort of experience do people have through online trading? Do you tend to get mixed reports about it? Uh, Sometimes. There's certainly security concerns, and I think that's uh, up to the financial sector to address those. But um, I would – mostly people have good good positive experiences, from what I've been told. So what tips do you have for people to be a successful investor? Because it's not easy, is it, to manage your own portfolio of uh, investments, whatever type of things you invest in? Well, it's a great question, and I think – I'm going to go right back to the basics just for, for my own benefit as I get asked that question often. And the first thing I will say is most people invest to try and get a good return and make money, but that's not the driver that we would recommend. Of course, it's what you want. What are your investment goals? Are you investing for 20 or 30 years for retirement, for five years for your children's education, for something you need to buy next June? Once you've answered those core questions, then you can begin to think about what types of products might be right for you. What risk level is right for you? Are you should you be investing in growth products or should you be investing in more conservative products that will allow you almost a more guaranteed form of return? Are you investing for capital gain? Do you need to make money from the investment? I.e. many retired people have to invest to generate an income. There's some very essential questions which I'm afraid aren't asked and answered often enough currently in Hong Kong. So the starting point then is set out your investment objectives and the time horizon you need to invest on. And then presumably you can move on to developing an investment strategy uh, for yourself that hopefully will meet those objectives. Is that the idea? Absolutely. And the key we would always recommend is diversification. Certainly Mm. spread your investment dollars over a wide variety of asset classes, which is easier said than done, especially with many Hong Kong families having so much tied up in property, but it is important. So one of the ways to develop good investment habits is to learn from your mistakes and the mistakes of others. What are some of the common mistakes that people make when they start investing? Well, it's a it's a very emotional subject in Hong Kong because of Lehman Mini Bonds, mm. because of the experience that many people have had, not just in the last 10 years, but via some other issues. We would, of course, encourage people to do as much homework as possible. When we look at people that have experienced losses, probably less than 10% actually claim to have read the documentation thoroughly. 
Mm. Now, it is tricky, and if you do put the time in, of course, which we'd recommend, and you don't understand things, then we urge you to seek clarification on the terminology or the clauses that are written, especially in the terms and conditions. If you're not comfortable with whatever the product is, as basic as it may sound, don't buy it. If there are alarm bells ringing, it's probably not a good idea. And I'm afraid you only need to look at some of the experiences that people had, not just via Lehman, but unfortunately, ELAS. And some other experiences, we can see some Bitcoin horror stories going out currently with, along with other cryptocurrencies. You've got to know what it is you're investing. Don't be blinded by returns. We've got a distinct issue in Hong Kong. We're a large group of people, nearly 25% plus, are chasing returns over 20%. And it's not realistic in the long term. So as well as people, even today, not understanding the products, are people also choosing sometimes the wrong products for the type of objective they have? Very much so. And I think if we looked at security specifically, and let's look at the exchange, it's having a fantastic year, nearly Mm. 20% up. But look at that over five years. It's a 7% return. Please don't get blindsided by a Bitcoin ad, what the Hang Seng's doing. Mm-hmm. Think long term. Think about what, what it is you're investing for, what you need the money to do for you, what your goals are, and that will help dictate where you should be putting your money. And something we've talked about several times on Money Talk Extra, the power of compound interest, how those gains can mount up over time. And I'm hoping that many people that have had an MPF for a long period of time mm. will be seeing visibly the power of compound interest. It is, as many, many people have said, almost the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, but we're in a low interest environment currently. So those people that have relied on traditional short-term or mid-term mm. deposits from banks maybe are not getting the return that they once once got. That may change. Of course, with them, there's a bit of speculation that the dollar and thus interest rates may see movement later this year. And where should people go to get advice? Because it does seem that sometimes people tend to go to family and friends and, you know, follow their tips. Is that a good idea or not? Well, it's, I think it's a good place to start. We all turn to the people we trust, but it shouldn't be the only place you go to. Now, I think probably, I think it's something well over four out of five Hong Kong adults when they're looking at a financial product or service do talk to their parents, their brothers, their neighbours, mm-hmm. those that they trust. Just because your brother buys it doesn't mean it's the right thing for you, though. Even if a number of people around you are investing in a specific security or asset class does not mean it's right for you. Please read financial blogs, talk to professionals in this area, look at the Chin Family website. We've just set up an investor portal with a number of investor experts on video and tips and various things. Those types of sources are placed there for you to make good, independent and partial decisions. Where you see a common theme coming through from the various sources of information around you, that's probably a good sign that it might be right for you. But again, what risk? Are you prepared to tolerate? <laughs> now, unfortunately, the unfortunately, there are investment scams around as well, aren't there? And sadly, too many people have been suckered into some of them. What should we be on the lookout for? Well, I'm afraid if it sounds too good to be true, it often is. Now, while that saying may sound trite, it is real. And the experiences I've had in working with the Hong Kong police for the last four years have really, really surprised me just how vulnerable many educated Hong Kong adults actually are. It's easy to get sucked in 
And it's important that you don't make a decision quickly. It's important when you feel under pressure from somebody trying to sell you something that you take the time and reread it. And if you don't understand it, talk to people around you and see if they do, including professionals in the area. There's often, I think, the when you're in a pressure selling situation and you feel that you, especially if you've been asked to make a decision overnight or you'll miss out, that's a very big alarm bell. Mm. <laughs> David, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. That was David Kneebone, General Manager of the Hong Kong Investor Education Centre. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra this weekend. I hope you've enjoyed the programme. Next week, we're going to get some pension advice for those of you who are expats living in Hong Kong in terms of how to manage your pension arrangements, both here in Hong Kong and back in your home country. Jimmy Lam discusses personal financial issues with one of our listeners who is a digital nomad. And in our investment segment, I'll look at investment products that are suitable for the elderly. So please do join Jimmy and me next Saturday at the same time. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis hoping you have a great weekend. Bye for now.